This is a podcast from 3RRR 102.7 FM in Melbourne, truly independent community radio. Trevor Chu in 40 seconds and ticking and ticking and ticking. <laughs> it's like a metaphor for our life, really. We're going to have a song. It's going to be a little bit like that a little bit later on. Yes. We don't often preview the songs. Hello, Cam. No, we don't. I don't think we do. This might be a first. Yes. Hello, Matt. Uh, the, the, How are you? I'm very well. Uh, it's, gosh, it's good to see you. <laughs> Likewise. Really, it is. Uh, it's we up- need lashings of ginger beer. You, Sorry, I just yes. found myself. I was in a famous five novel for a second. Actually, there. speaking okay of, of lashings, um, Cam, today you've brought in lashings. Muf- yes, you brought in muffins oh, that yeah. you've baked yourself, yeah. and then uh, you've served it with what looks to be about 150 grams of butter for this small muffin. 150. <laughs> br- what for you? Yeah, it's all this butter. Well, you've got to have options, Matt. Yeah, <clears throat> that's good. It's yeah. I'm just not going to use it all. It's a lot of butter. And see, that's this is the great thing. We live in a democracy, my friend. <laughs> You can use the butter, you can eschew the butter. My my plate overfloweth. And for that I give thanks to you. Yes. And this was, uh, this is not just any muffin, this is one from your your treasured Betty Crocker cookbook. Oh, the treasured, yeah, pasta. You know, we have um, some of us, well I do, mm. hey, speaking to myself, to find the market in your own terms, <laughs> uh, I got this cookbook off mum. Yeah. It's the Betty Crocker Picture cookbook. 1950s era, am I oh, right? Yeah, or? 53 yeah. or yeah, something right. crazy like that. You know, it's got the the crazy thing in the beginning of, you know, how to be a good housewife. Oh, God, and right. Look, if you're really, really stressed and, you know, the pills aren't working anymore, <laughs> just lie on the floor with your arms spread and, you know, the, the whole, you know, the husband comes home and don't tell him about your day. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, hey. Just, just be quiet. Just and so I was thinking more practically that era. And give him that scotch. You know. All the measurements would be imperial, I assume. So you have a pound of butter here and a... Uh-uh. No, all metric. No, I'm mm. going to wave my finger at you. Yeah, right. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Cups. No, 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 uh, no weights no required. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Just had a Phil Collins thing. No, Jackie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, folks out there. How are you doing out there? You, you going all right? Um, yeah, we're having muffins, we're having coffee, we had a little bit of a um, palpitations because we weren't sure that the steam wand was working in the cappuccino, in the cappuccino, the espresso machine. Yes, we got um, there in the end though. We got, we got we there got in the end. We did get in trouble with Shane because we were a little bit loud in the green room. That was the royal way though, wasn't it? It was really you who were a little bit loud. Oh, Kent can project. <laughs> Panel beater. Yes, hello. He looks at us going... <laughs> I have projection. Uh, but we need to tell you what's on the show today. Yes. Um, one thing that is a glorious thing to do is to learn a new recipe. I would agree. And as Gabriel Gatte, Gabby Gates as we call him, yes. uh, says, how many times you got to do a recipe? you got to do it thrice. Why? Uh, because it takes that amount of time to sort of get used to it. You, you don't know, get it in the first time? And the first time you do a recipe, the kitchen looks like... A bombs hit it because you didn't. You, you don't have your little routine, your method up. Yeah. yeah. Second time you're doing a bit what better. now, Julien. <laughs> yeah. Okay. By the third time. Yeah. If if it makes it to the third time, not all recipes do. That's true. But hopefully by the third time you just go. Um, I can knock this out. Mm. And you own it. Mm. And uh, I've been tuning in as many people around this country tune in to Shannon Martinez's. Yes. Instagram feed. Yes. And she's been working on uh, this project. $4 of, meals. $4 meals for? 
Sacred Heart Mission. Yes. Uh, because it's the Dining with Heart Month. It's still going, so it's a good idea to have a look at mm-hmm. it. And uh, this was, as she says, one of her favourite things, and it's sort of been adopted as one of my favourite things, but out, not in. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out for Zechuan food. Yep. But she was giving me an opportunity mm-hmm. to make my own Zechuan. Ooh. To make fire at home. <laughs> the fire. <laughs> Stop it. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I, I, I had a go at this recipe and I, and I got all the ingredients and stuff like that. But I will um, tell you, mm. we'll talk a little bit about it later, but there was a fatal flaw Ooh. in this. Not of her making. No. Of my buying. Right. Yes. So stay tuned. Yes. For that sort of thing. Uh, today, it rained last night. And rain forecast for the whole week. I saw on the uh, on the on showers the or rain. Uh, a bit of both. Oh no! The little you know what I go to because I'm a visual sort of person. The How little, many raindrops? The little icon. Yeah. You know, and all of the icons for the week on my weather app at least were all rainy ones. I saw those, but I didn't pay attention to the amount of raindrops. No. So anyway, this is great. We got um, in uh, Southside. We got about eight mil yesterday. Yep. Um, I would say to you this could be the best day for going and getting mushrooms yet this year. Mm. And we're going to see whether that's true or not. Yeah, we've got we've got people in the field. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, they are in the field. It's whether they've got reception. Yes. It's <laughs> the thing. So Cameron Russell is uh, going to be kicking off on the Mornington. Yep. Uh, Matt McConnell from Barlarinia. Yep. Uh, is going to be playing for Dalesford. <laughs> yes, on the yeah. Dalesford team. Dalesford team. Got the jumper on. Kick it long. He's a long way from Little Collins Street there. He is. is. He is indeed. Um, and you said you went into Ballerinia. Oh, a couple of weeks ago. It was amazing. It is a great experience. We, it was one of those meals where... Uh, where is Ballerinia? Sorry, we should probably... Uh, for those that don't know what Ballerinia is, what is it? It's a Spanish bar at the top end of Little Collins Street. It's actually a bit more Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese bar. Yeah, okay. Let's go with that. It's, it's on um, that big but, continent. But we were uh, just left thinking how lucky we were in this town to have access just to food like that so so food good. like what uh just what's the right way to put it it's unfussy food exactly what i was going to say and it's just got oodle, uncluttered oodles of soul yeah and just punchy flavors mm. uh and uh, just a joy to eat and uh, and also with the uh the great pairings that they come up with yeah pretty good wine list and this is one of those places i'm going to go all julie andrews on you mm you know, these are my, a few of my favourite things. Mm. Forget about those brown paper packages covered in string. Mm. Nah, bugger that. Now, what you really want <laughs> is a restaurant where you don't have to look at a wine list. Yes. Yeah, and you just go... Give me something good. Give me something good. What's you know, you know what's that? there and, and do that. So there's digression number, I don't know, 14 in this intro. Yes. Matt Wilkinson. Someone at the door there. Someone at the door. Someone at the door. Uh, Matt Wilkinson, man about town. Yes. Um, he just wandered in. He, he walked behind. You didn't see him. He's taken some ice to the kitchen. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> dare I say it, because um, uh, he's a pillar of integrity. Okay, yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, yes, you can see me. Uh, a great guide to responsible living. Yes. And uh, and someone we can look up to. Yeah, and formerly, of course, of Pope Joan. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> after many years. One, and this oh, could, it's probably good to get this over and done with in the intro because then we don't have to bring him down in the, when that's we're talking. That's true, but maybe this could be an increasing problem uh, where 
you know, around Melbourne, in Melbourne. Yes. Uh, what happened to Pope Joan? Very nice restaurant, but just the, the demolished. Property, the property got bought out for development. There's not it, much you can do as a tenant, as a restaurateur. If it was consumed by a development, yeah. would I think would be one of the best ways to say. It. Yeah. And was it was a really really sad thing. So but, we're going to uh, check in and see what Matt's been doing since then. Yeah, and and the uh, and it's got something to do with gin. That would explain all the ice he's brought in. Yeah, uh, huh? That sounds good. <laughs> so um, there you go. Uh, sit back, everyone. What we're going to do is uh, what we're going to drive this thing. We might put some music on because we got to get two people organised on the, the, the on the phoners. Yes. Um, so um, Matt, we can either. What's up to you? Because you're you're driving this bus. We can uh, either pay rent. Yes. Or we can just have music. We just dance. I think we'll bang some music on. Just we're going to dance. Time. Yeah. Um, and you were saying quite right. A bit of a language warning on this one. A bit of a content warning. Oh. Gosh, yeah, this, uh, this is a great song, and uh, you said that um, you heard this on breakfast yeah, the other day. Yeah, big up to Sarah for playing this on Friday morning and improving my Friday commute immeasurably. Yes. So let's hear it again. Uh, yeah, but uh, language one, do you actually say the language yeah. one? Kids, outside, outside. Because there's adult themes, and, uh, well, they go something like this. You're on 3 FM. it's Eat It, Matt and I here. And we're going to be talking mushrooms, but we've got to meet Baby Doll. Oh, yeah, they certainly are. Yes. Wasn't that a happy little track? Yes. And we're going to say big thanks to Diego, who was uh, representing yeah. uh, winemaking for the Darabin Homemade Food Festival. Yes. Um, we give it a big tick. Yeah, coming up soon. Yeah, at the North yeah, give it a... What do I sign? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, have a look at that, and uh, and what a sensational guest Diego was last week. Yes. Remember, he's talking about seven years old and filling a watermelon up with grapes and letting it <laughs> ferment, and then sleeping for two days. Yeah. <laughs> well, character, yeah. character. We love characters, um, and uh, we got about eight mil of rain. Mm. Hallelujah! Mm. Um, I think it was pretty statewide. Yes. So uh, maybe Otway's got rain as well, so yep. the dams are filling there. And a bit more planned, as we say, for this week? Or It's starting to look a bit green out there in Victoria, mm. which I've got to say is great because it was looking pretty dire and mm-hmm. crisp, mm. crisp and arid. But uh, with the rain and the fact that uh, with this prolonged warm spell that we've had in autumn, the ground hasn't really cooled down that much. No. Which, uh, and the two things you need is a slight reduction in the ground temperature mm. and moisture. Mm-hmm. Boom. What do you get then, Cameron? Oh, the mycelium erupt. <laughs> That's what they do. They just come up everywhere. And um, and, and we are able to have the fruits of these fungi's little labour. And mm-hmm. it's that amazing thing that is between a meat protein mm-hmm. and a vegetable. Mm-hmm. It sort of sits halfway between. And... I was a little bit worried, I've got to, got to say. Mm. But anyway, we, we, we might find out because uh, in the field... Oh, there he is, way over there on line eight. <laughs> yes. He's on the right wing. Yes. <laughs> um, we have Matt McConnell uh, in the field. Hey, Cam. Oh, no, he's not. He's driving. Yes, he's, I think he's on his way back yeah, from the yeah, field. I've been, been in the field. He's been in the fields. Been in the field. Wow, there's some really weird... That sounds crazy. <laughs> What are you doing? Are you going through a solar flares or something like that? 
I'm going through a little bit of a uh, mountain pass with a lot of big trees, so I'm not sure it's about no, a that's year it. now, but it, it's better now. But through under through you telling us that, we are able to understand more about what these extraneous noises mean. Where exactly? Have you been, and where are you headed, my friend? And you can... Well, I can't tell you exactly, because that would be giving away the best secret. We have just oh. landed the best haul of mushrooms I've had in quite a few years. Um, I think the weather this week's really, really put together the perfect storm of mushrooms. So um, it has got a little bit cooler. So we were picking at 10 o'clock this morning at about 7 degrees. Mm. So the, the, the earth is cooled enough um, that... Clearly had great rain all week because it's really nice and wet underfoot, lots of puddles. Um, but today the sun was shining and we've just got cloud come over now, so I think there's some rain heading our way. Um, but it was beautiful uh, in the forest, sun was shining, not too not too uh, harsh conditions, but the hole was amazing. It was one of those days where you left more behind because there were too many good ones to pick, so it was, it was a pretty successful outing. Oh, isn't that great? And you did leave some behind. And also, are you a, are you a just sort of wrench the whole thing out of the ground type of a guy? No, you got to you got to cut them at the base camp. Oh, right. I leave the I leave the roots in. I leave the um the mycelium to do its thing for for another time. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's okay. So first, well, I think the first rule of thumb is um, know the mushroom that you are picking. If you have any doubts at all, just leave it. Because you can leave find your leave it out. Yeah, otherwise you find your kidneys melting or something like that <laughs> in the night uh, in the next couple of days. But the other thing is, yeah, take a little knife and you want to slice and not tear the thing out. Yeah, that's it. So what'd you get? Um, just slippery jacks today. Not a single pine mushroom to be seen. But the spot that we have just been is is renowned for slippery jacks. So um, uh, I do I do enjoy eating and cooking. Uh, pine mushrooms, yep. um, but slippery's also have a, a great thing as well, which um, which we love to use at the bar. Do you, you know, when you when you see a slippery jack, they're they're different from any other sort of a mushroom in the fact that they don't have these sort of elongated sort of gills, but they have these little sort of holes everywhere, like a, like a sponge. Like yeah. a sponge. Now, do you when you cook? Do you do you use that when you cook, or do you take that off? I do use that. Um, I use the whole mushroom. I don't peel them either. So um, I always make sure that they're really, really well cleaned because there is quite a bit of feces throughout the forest of various animals. Yes. Um, so I always give them a really good clean back of a knife and wipe them with a um, with a dry um, sponge. So you don't want sort of um, wombat surprise with your um, with your mushroom. Crunch? No, no. Not really. Ooh, oh god! Oh, that even got me. Jesus, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, well, one bad crunch. Yeah, no, bad, bad, bad. Um, so yeah, slippery jacks. What are you going to do with them? What sort of flavours do slippery jacks take? Well, so it's a really kind of mild sort of flavour. Um, so, so they are part of the Belitis family, but nowhere near as powerful flavour as what you get with the porcini. So, yeah. Um, but I. I have at the moment on the menu, um, and I've had them for a little while, I've had mushroom empanadillas, so uh, little mushroom pies, 
uh, with the sherry pastry. Yes. Um, and we use, we have been using cultivated mushrooms, but bolstering the flavour up with some dried pacini mushroom. Oh, uh, yes. So what I'll be doing is I'll be removing the dried pacini mushroom and just doing a combination of the slippery sort of of pigs and also the, um, the cultivated mushrooms to create this beautiful, powerful um, mushroom intensity. Encased in pastry. Yeah, tiny little bites, uh, literally the size of a 50-cent coin. Um, and it, I did love this, this cameo that you're probably a fan of, the Ducelle. Oh, the Ducelle, monsieur. Yes, yes, chef. Oui, yeah, chef. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which is <laughs> a fancy way of saying. Just a mushroom puree, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we, we do a sweat of garlic, shallot, some lemon, tiny little bit of paprika. Um, paprika. Smoked paprika? Smoked? Smoked paprika, yes. Yeah. And then we cook it till the moisture is starting to evaporate so it doesn't make the pastry soggy. And then we um, stuff that inside the little um, the little pastries. Um, absolutely delicious. Great punch. Mm. Um, and another thing that we'll do is in addition to the menu this week will be um, we're going to do a migas, so a beautiful vegetarian migas. Migas is uh, Spanish for crumbs and is the, one of those classic peasant dishes where they would turn something all the leftover into something um, for, a, for a whole meal. So Can you stand by for a sec, Matty? Yeah, Sorry, buddy, because Matt and I just immediately, the heads both came up like we were, we were at the watering hole and we could hear a lion or something like that. What was that? Um, can you, what was it, MIGA? Can you spell that for us? Because we're not... MIGA. M-I-G-A-S. MIGAS. Yeah, I got Matt Wilkinson screaming at me from outside the studio going, you idiot. Um, Amigas. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, a dish that are in Portugal, pronounced migash. Okay. Um, but the one that we're doing is more along the Spanish variety. So I'm roasting um, Dale's sourdough bread in lots of olive oil, garlic, mm. shallot, um, with the sliced up mushrooms. And you do it in the hottest, most blistering oven you can. So you get this caramelization on the mushrooms. The juices come out, sog the bread up just a little bit while the bread's toasting, and then we finish them with um, hazelnut on the plate and lots of hot olive oil and parsley. Ooh. Really simple, but um, something anyone can do. Um, great way of using up good old bread and yeah. beautiful mushrooms with the bars. And so just once more time, in case people want to look that up, can you spell that one more time for us? M-I-G-A-S. Mega. Okay, so there's uh, Dr. Google, a thing that you can do for homework on this. Uh, inc- and I think it's going to get increasingly overcast and possibly rainy. Um, I so believe it's looking that way from here, Cam. You, you're seeing clouds there? And yeah, out- plenty of dark clouds, but more rain on the way, I'd say. Outside of Secret Valley? Yeah. <laughs> um, Secret Valley. Secret Valley. Um, that is great, Matty. Uh, well, I think um, you've just confirmed the fact that this is probably the best mushroom hunting day we've had this year. This, I think we've got a window of maybe about a couple weeks, perhaps? Yeah, look, it has been unusually warmer than normal, so I'd say it's, until we get the frost, um, there should be quite a few about. But once the frost, frost hits, uh, you'll definitely notice um, them starting to die off. Um, fairly quickly. Yeah, and then we'll just go, wow, oh, well, we can just go and get some Brussels sprouts and some cabbages and stuff like that. Cause and hop into bed for a couple of months. <laughs> if only. Or head north. Yes, we'll go north. Head north. Um, Matt wanted to thank you again for a sensational dinner at the end of the bar there. 
pleasure, Matt. Yeah, it was well, a great like thing, isn't it? Yeah, likewise. It was uh, uh, awesome way to spend a Friday night. And I hope that it sounds like you're going through some crazy rainstorm at the moment. That's uh, yeah, I think it's just a mobile phone. But it's all right. Well, to, uh, we should probably just for the sake of our listeners um, <laughs> say a huge thanks to you, Matt, for being our uh, mushroom correspondent out there in the hills in the Secret Valley. Um, and yeah, wish you all the best. Say hi to Joe, and we might return back to the studio. There he yeah. goes. There he goes. <laughs> there he driving. Goes. There he goes. There he goes. We were just waiting for that last little bit. Oh, the wonders of the mobile phone. The little sign off. Sometimes um, it's great. Yes. Sometimes it's not so great. So, but we got that. So mushrooms they camp. So uh, we often say on this show, mm. you best eating to your seasons. So if yeah. you follow through on that, yeah, uh, get some mushrooms into you the next couple of weeks, yeah. and um, you know, go to the market or go to your local green grocer where you know they're going to supply them well. And enjoy them whilst they are in season at their best. Or find a pine plantation around you. Mm, yes. Or travel to a pine plantation. Because personally, there is only two that I pick. Because mm. I'm just still not confident. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pine <laughs> mushrooms are orange. Yes. The slippery jacks have the round things on the bottom of them. That's easy. You're not going to die from that. Yes, and it's easy to be flippant about... Uh, don't be flippant. Picking, no, don't you, be flippant. If you can do yourself some pretty serious damage if you know what you're doing. Yes. That's well, why I pick my mushrooms from the local Well, you market. can end up <laughs> flying home unexpectedly. Well, that's a different thing altogether. We should, probably shouldn't go into that. It is 12.29 here on uh, 3RRFM. Mm. Uh, I did a new recipe thanks to Shannon Martinez. Mm. And we're going to hear a little bit about that next. I think, I think we should. We yes. should uh, talk a little bit about that. And uh, Matt Wilkinson is pacing yes. uh, up and down. Actually he's doing just... his, his cricket bowling run-ups just to get yes. limbered up. God, yes. He's like Dennis Lilly without the moustache. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, he's going to be talking about his uh, new thing. He's become creative director of some place, which is quite amazing. Widely reported. I mean, yes. it's not like we're breaking news or anything like that, are we? No, no we're not. But uh, we're going to play music? No, we're going to do some spots. Oh, Eat it, triple up. It's Camp's Cooking Corner over here at yes. the moment. Uh, roll up, roll up. Uh, Matty Wilkinson's just, uh, just arranging. God, he's uh, got product. He's got a lot of product. He's got a lot of product and stuff like that. But um, but before we talk that, you're going to talk. Yeah, a recipe. and uh, Matt, feel free to interject because I may as well invite you because you will anyway. <laughs> so we may as well make it official. Isn't that right, Matt? Okay. Good. There we are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Wilkinson. Yes. That was awesome. Good start. I do reckon... Uh, <laughs> You're born for uh, this. <laughs> uh, the old MMC, Matt McConnell. Oh, MMC. It was all the way back from the Pram Market. It was actually <laughs> a special spot. <laughs> he's just seen Damien Park. Oh, seriously, yeah. He's just on like, Chapel Street. Come on, Matt, he's not he's like just that. on Chapel Street waiting yeah. for the trams to roll by. Yeah. Oh, that was a tram sound. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Matt, see, we're on to you, buddy. <laughs> and he's probably got the kids in the background. Okay, make this noise. <laughs> Yeah, that's good, son. <laughs> keep it up. you got to keep doing it. I'm going to be on. Oh, my God, I'm still on air. Um, Maddie, do you, um, how often do you sort of do new recipes? Um, all the time, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. You're sort of developing recipes and stuff like that. 
And at the beginning of the show, um, we were talking about how... Sorry, eye contact. There we go. I was looking at my thing. I'm, I'm actually... I'm multitasking. Not very successfully, but I'm, I'm giving it a go. Gabriel Gatte. Yep. Said that when you make a recipe, you should do it... Thrice. There we go. So you caught me with a mouthful of muffin. <laughs> my apologies. Oh, my blueberry muffin. Which you refused, Matt. Real, uh, ben, real many quiche that don't make blueberry muffins come... Bullshit. <laughs> real Bullshit, man. Mate. I'm just not a muffin kind of guy. Like, well, real man. Like muffin kind of guy. Come on. What's, you know, you should be saying muffins. Not that there's anything wrong no, with muffins, that. No, muffins. Come on. Where's your tolerance? They're, ama- they're amazing. Recipes. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, it's a good thing to, to learn a new recipe when, you, when you're doing something. And... and and I would actually imagine that with you, it's actually not following other people's things. It's you going off on your own tangents, mostly. I must admit, what I do a lot of, and what Charlie does a lot of as well, but yeah. we've got a lot of cookbooks at home. So I'll grab however I'm feeling for, the, like on a Sunday, yeah. grab something, a drink, Any, and about five... Any Crocker cookbook, for instance. Yeah, or five or six books, and just start flicking through. Yes. And use those as guidance, rather than... Inspired by. Yeah. Yeah, like I did it recently, like... I, um, I forgot how beautiful Shane Delia or Chandelier, Chandelier. Um, cooks. So mm. got what? some inspi- inspiration from there. I actually got what's, some collard greens today. What's his sort of forte? What, what's so beautiful about Shane Delia's cooking? It's that little simple um, Middle Eastern flavours touches. That's you know got a Melbourne slant to it. Which is he, great. Ta- he taught us a lot, didn't he? For I'd say for a, a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think he's. Mm. So anyway, yeah, you got, so you got Shane, and you were looking at uh, yeah, just books like that. That's how we that's how we get new recipes or mm. something or, or evolve. Mm. Um, and uh, I guess I guess no recipe is new, is it? You just put your own little slant to it, which is great. Yes, yes. There's no no new sort of. Well, no, there there isn't really. When you when you sort of look at the. Uh, Humanity being around for the millennia and millennia. Yeah, there's, there's the recent groundbreaking chefs of you know like, like of Heston and um, the Moleculars, the Molecular Squad. That, um, that's new sort of thing. Yeah, but spherifications and gels and new starches and the understanding of proteins, I suppose, yeah. control of proteins. Yeah, but uh, other than that, mm. well, I was um, this case in point that I'm talking about was. Uh, Instagram, it's a beautiful, what I love about it is sort of, it's sort of like Facebook without all the baggage in a, in a kind of a weird way. So it's sort of a clumsy way of saying it, but you mm. know what I'm sort of saying it, about it? It has to be based around a picture, so you can't, but just, it is. You you can't just post a right-wing article. and No, yeah. not unless you're just going to, no, I'm not even going to go down that path. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I saw this picture here, and I'll pass this to you, Matt, and it's just a bowl of, um, of well, can you describe it for us? I'll read it straight from it. Szechuan right. pickle chili noodle soup. That yeah. is hands down one of my favourite things to eat in the world. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, tick, because usually whenever I have Szechuan, I'm at somewhere like Dainty Szechuan in the city, and having usually something so hot with the the Szechuan peppers and stuff that it makes me sneeze. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> What's that famous salt that's got the Szechuan pepper and pepper in it? It's like a famous salt. It's like a blend mix. Um, together, I just use it all the time. It's wonderful. Really uh, warming and I'm, salty. I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking of the Japanese thing, but that's nowhere near. It's the wrong, we're on an island rather than a giant continent. But I thought, look, this sounds great, because one thing I think is great, because it's all part of the Sacred Heart Mission 
$4 meal challenge. So yeah. it's it's valid in, in that respect. So, yeah, good on you, Shannon, for doing that. And I thought, look, I'm going to give that a go. And then I got um, – I made this couple discoveries, and this is the great thing about – there might not be anything new under the sun in so far as food. It's just the ability of people to discover it and understand it and make it their own. The first thing that I finally got my hands on was this. You've probably, I don't know if you use this at home, uh, a chili bean paste, which is your sort of your background for a lot of this sort of cooking. Yep. Profound flavors and just, just really, really great. Uh, the other thing that I've uh, discovered thanks to this awesome, believe it or not, a Chinese grocer in Caulfield. I know. There was a little shake of the head from Matt Wilkinson go, no way. And yeah, way. Um, and I got these noodles, and these are Taiwanese noodles. They sound like that. They're in a, this beautiful little bag that has like a little handle on it. Yes. And maybe we might have to take a photo of this so people can look at it a little bit later on to see it. But this is a knife pear noodle. Have you seen these before, Matty? No. Check this out. It's like a papradelle, almost. It's like a, a narrow papradelle, but it's thick in the middle and it tapers towards uh, – it's sort of thinner and it, that sort of goes this wavy sort of thing. Am I describing that well? Have you got a, yeah, like a better you know description? Yeah, computer wires. No, the, the oh, there's ribbon cable Ribbon thing. cable Yeah, things. yeah, it looks yeah. like that. It looks more like uh, pasta than it does a noodle, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. So it's not, it, not really – it's not an egg noodle, it's not a rice noodle, it's somewhere in between. I'd, I'd like to see an oxtail ragu with this, to be yeah. honest with you. But um, these are awesome noodles. These are really, really good. Anyway, <clears throat> the great thing was – you can have a look at this Shannon Martinez's um, feed. Check it out. But I learned something mm-hmm. about myself. And I'm a bit disappointed in myself in the fact that, well, um, after meeting this guy, this really lovely Chinese guy in the Chinese Asian place, and he, we got all really good things, what did I do? But I went across to Coles and I bought this vegetable stock mm. in a brick. And it was awful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get people that buy I'm never, stock powders I, or stock. I know you've you've been telling me and I should have What's wrong with to water? you, man. I know It'll you were on my left shoulder there. as I was <laughs> buying it because I've heard you at demonstrations saying this for years now. You can, People make millions of dollars out of stock. Oh, my <laughs> God. This was just awful. So so I'm building this body. I was using this analogy to mm. Matt. I'm building this body, and I'm studying it. I'm doing it, and, and I screw up on the skeleton. You know, the backbone of this thing was flawed because of this terrible vegetable stock, which was sort of acrid, and it had – I'm sure it had dried basil in it. Yeah. And do you know how bad dried basil is? It's like dried oregano and like pizza bases. And oh. Bad so, Shannon, I, I did it, if you're listening, um, and it's a really, really great recipe. And I've learned a technique, and I'm going to return to it because, um, as someone said, you should do a recipe three times. Thank you. Mm. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> Rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> recipe. Um, but it's been great doing this. And it, it was okay. You know, so would you take Matt's advice and next time just use water? Because you'd think stock in <laughs> Sichuan food anyway. You'd think by the time it's all built, you're you think, not what, what, what really going to notice it. What else was in there? It depends. Um, okay, flavour-wise, so there was this. Yep. There's um, heaps of um, heaps of ginger, like about 30 grams yep. to two litres. 
Um, four things of garlic that have been smashed up, so there's a fair bit of... And does it get boiled or fried? No, or it's fried first. So and then... And that, there's and your extraction of your flavour. There's so extraction, yeah, lots of extraction. Your, all your natural oils are coming out. Zetuan so vegetables that have been tossed around and then deglazed with um, some uh, rice wine, yeah. a couple, couple of tablespoons, so that gives flavour in there. Um, and then there's, I, I did actually have some shiitakes that I chucked in there. So we had the shiitake juice. There's beautiful glutamates and umami, which I should have just kept with. Um, and then finished off with just heaps of coriander. So I reckon you could have, and how long was it like boiled, fried and then boiled for? Uh, this, this is the key. If it's not boiled for very long, you don't extract much flavor out of it. If you like. Not a huge amount. Um, so it was, it was probably ready. Go to woe, probably 35, 40. Yeah, it would, good old water would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we look. We this is a valuable thing I've learned. One is that I've got this. I've um, found this chili paste which I haven't used before. So fermented chili paste with beans in it, which was great. I discovered these noodles. So knife pair um, noodles. If you um, see them, these are actually made from Taiwan. They look a bit a bit uptown too, They're don't great. they? They look amazing with their um, their little handle on them. Um, and they're great. So if you're interested in finding this recipe, doing it for yourself, I suggest you go to Shannon Martinez's uh, website, which should be kind of a good thing. And, um, yeah, yeah. Le- learn, a, learn a new thing. Now, we want – I'm dying to hear what, you, what you're planning <laughs> to do and where you've, uh, where you've turned from, that, uh, from the car park of a big hotel. Oh. Oh. <laughs> car park of a big hotel. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, from Circa. <laughs> when I was at Circa? No. Sorry. Pope John. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pope John. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah oh, that thing. The uh, Yes, and, and Matt's doing the, come on, just can we get to the break? Well, I can't, um, act, sorry. What? I can't actually give you the exclusive. We're carrying on at Pope. Oh. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, we might tell people a little bit about what that is and what that means for you to, uh, to carry week. on. Matt's going to do a break. We're going to do some music. And, uh, oh, we are going to do the music. This song was in the news Good. this week for a few reasons, Ken. Okay, um, just like that. Well, yes, the uh, Richards, Jagger, have relented. And they said, you know these strings? You can have these strings. Yeah. You make some money off it. We've got enough songs. It's APRA week, so we're giving <laughs> a little bit of money to Richard Ashcroft, his verve with uh, Anthem of the 90s. It's an anthem of existential angst. And it's a it's a bit of a beauty, and I'm yeah, I'll just stop. Here's the music. Mm, there you go, more mm. options. Yes. Giving you options here on three triple, uh, and uh, and there's been options that have been dealt to Matt Wilkinson, and he's here with us because you're listening to Eat It on three triple RFM. Over there we have I'm Matt. Hello, hello. How are you doing? What of, are you doing over there? A lot of Matts today. There Matt is. Wilkinson, Matt McConnell, Matt Stedman. A surfeit of Matts. Yes. Uh, I'm not Matt. I'm Cam, um, and uh, I'm here to tell you that uh, Matt Wilkinson has joined forces with a boozery out there in Hillsville. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, no, actually, let's, let's do this Pope Joan thing and uh, get that out of the way, first oh, of all. Uh, Pope Joan, yep. well, the story's kind of, like, entrenched. About 18 months ago, Entrenched. Yes. Um, obviously, knowing Pope was going to close up at some point, yep. I wanted to see what my next 20 years is going to be. So you got Macker on the line. Uh, well, I, I, I started looking at industrial waste 
Um, you start looking industrial, industrial waste. food waste. Okay, this isn't the tangent I thought you were going to go. And uh, it's fascinating that people are doing good things, but making lots of food, uh, but some of it goes to waste. Anyway, so I went. I went to Four Pillars with like a, an idea. Um, Stuart Greger, industrial waste. Um, making Cam, sense. Stu, and Matt, uh, obviously the founding partners and uh, directors. Mm. Um, anyway, this job position come up as. Uh, that we, we got morphed into it. They did something called Made From Gin. So four pillars already use things with their worst, with their waste. One of the fourth pillars of things is about sustainability. So they already feed this stuff. So uh, this stuff, what I'm showing, Matt, Matt. Matt's, Matt's got a bag of sped botanicals from uh, a distillation. Um, so and we've been looking through. We can see lots of juniper in there. There's um, cardamom pods. You said there was heaps in here. Yeah, so in the making of the gin... Oh, um, divine, they they end it? they end up with about 1.8 tons of waste botanicals. Right, yeah. So I was like, all right. Um, uh-huh. So one of their main things that they've been doing for a long time was uh, feeding these spent botanicals to pigs. Um, yeah. Brett Ellis from Yarra Valley Barchers, uh, and they came up with the gin pig. So 25% of the diet mm. of the pigs is that. Yeah. Um, from that, the spent botanicals um, in the steaming baskets of baking the rare. Red dry, four pillars yes. one yep. that we're drinking now with the orange in it. Cheers, um, by the way, everyone. They, Sun's over the yard um, for us. They make marmalade, so they make from the spent oranges. They make a marmalade. Well, Caroline um, from a bit of jam and pickle makes it for them, which is absolutely delicious. Do you? Well, this one's the breakfast Negroni one, which is a little bit of grapefruit and uh, oranges. Yes, uh, from making their spice Negroni gin, yeah. and then uh, hunted and gathered make the this dark chocolate. Haven't tried that. Have a try. Open them up, go for it. Oh, yeah. So, knock yourself. So, out. from doing the first gin pig Thanks, dinner, Matt. from yeah. doing the first gin pig dinner, which was back at the old Pope in I think two thousand and two, we cooked a pig over fire and we looked at all the other ways and what we could do with it. Um, I've done six of them since, and then I went to them and looked at their botanicals and what we could do with it. I did six different applications of drying processes with it. Yes, one's this base, which is a dehydration. Um, this one was then looking at how you can re-ferment and make gin vinegar. So this one is a gin vinegar powder. Have a lick and go. Yeah, okay. And then this one... So what's in this? What's in so the gin? that is the dry botanicals, mm. basically made into a tapenade with other bits and pieces, and spray dried. So I've been very fortunate. Uh, do you know... Uh, it's um, it's quite a acidic, isn't it? Do you know Phil from Melbourne Food Depot? He yes. used to be, think, so yeah, yeah. The legend that he is... Uh, helped me along with doing some testings and sending some stuff off to be tested. What's the acid that's in here? That's the gin vinegar. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, uh, so you, you, you've, uh, and what sort of vinegar? Grape vinegar? It's a gin vinegar. G- a gin vinegar, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So. Hang about. Yeah. How, how do you get vinegar from gin? Well, you just have to re- re-ferment it. With all oh, the, all okay. The left, all the leftover spe- spent botanicals. Thank you. Uh, more uh, alcohol and sugars added. Yes. And, I, and you're doing a second... Uh, uh, Secondary fermentation. Secondary fermentation. Yeah, into a vinegar. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's uh, it's it's a it's good yeah. acid. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so yeah. that one there is so. I'm coming on board. I'm the creative director of Made from Gin. Say that again, because that's just great. Creative director. Creative of, director of yeah. Made from Gin. Hello. Which all these other have business. you got a business card yet? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, you've got to get one of those. Anyway, congratulations. Thank that's you. Good. Yeah. Um, so all. Um, Basically, anything that's coming from the waste or from gin making the is going into that. So yes. uh, 
Jack from Stone and Crow Cheese makes. This uh, lovely lady's making uh, Christmas pudding. Um, I'll talk about the Shiraz gin in a moment. But all I'm trying to do is come up with different Things. recipes. Uh, yes. I'm actually about to fly out to the UK to do an event on the 6th of June in London. Yeah. Um, What's that? Then? At Holborn Dining. You're going to feed Donald Trump Pies. or something like that for the... <laughs> Pie and gin. Yes. Pie and gin. Yeah, so I'm going over with four plus for the Junapalooza for to be on there and uh, doing a dinner. To showcase all this. Congratulations. Pieces. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. So the products that we've done so far, so this is the salt, this is gin salt. Mm -hmm. So think perfect with fish or um, what it sounds like. uh, chicken. So what's, um, what's in here? Don't just say gin. It's got sodium. Sodium chloride. Chloride. Nice. Catchy. Oh, that'll that'll there catch on. That's sodium new. Chloride. That's new. That's a new one. I reckon this chemical would work. What? It's got gin botanicals. Whoa! No way! <laughs> no way. Sodium chloride and gin botanicals. That's it. So that's Olsen's uh, sea salt, which we're just refining the recipe now. So I'm coming up with some products that we're going to be able to on-sell. The main one is salt and four pillars gin vinegar crisps. Yeah, I like the sound the of those. The little bar snack number. Yeah, no, they sound good. Uh, gin butter, which... Uh, that sounds crazy. Um, mm. um, Botanical butter. Gin pig sausage rolls. Um, we've yeah, been playing around with salami, so the salami is made with just the, the gin pig. Yeah. And then the wash is actually a botanicals and gin uh, wash. Because let's face it, juniper in uh, in a dried meat product goes in a salami goes really really well. Well, it's it's there's thirteen different um, spices within that mm. botanical meat. Okay, not just juniper, I know, but it, yes, and the. The flavour of it is immense. So it's looking at what we can do with it. And then just obviously because I am a male model, I'm looking at um, uh, products Especially for the, for the body. Especially that Duran Duran haircut you have at the moment. <laughs> yes. With keeping me as good looking as I've always been and, yes. and ageing through time beautifully, which I think. like Just like yourself, Cam. Thank you very much. 80 today. Yes. Um, <laughs> But we're looking at some I don't look a day over 79. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're looking at some different botanic, uh, botanical washers. So it's... It's absolutely fascinating. So not on, not on, just on top of that, I'm coming on board to help curate all of the gin pig stuff and anything food related. And we really want to do some real crazy fun events next year. We've yeah. already got quite a lot in partnership with restaurants that come under the gin pig dinners. Which restaurants are they? Um, so they just did Labatt in the oh, Goldie. Yes. Um, Stokey was a couple of weeks ago. Stokey? The Stoke House, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm so, sorry. I thought you were agreeing. I'm going. Um, Yes. We're doing um, Voyager Estate in WA, um, Stoke House in Brisbane. Um, we have Threadborough Restaurant. We've got somewhere up in Canberra. Um, somewhere in Canberra. I can't remember. This is coming through. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have my computer. Great like, restaurants in Canberra, um, yes. <laughs> got to feed those politicians. But hopefully next year, it, one of the things that I'd really love to achieve, A, I want to make my own gin and call it Mr. Wilkinson, the Wilco, the Wilco, and it's Ro purely what about purely, Roger Wilco? Purely for dirty martinis, yes, <laughs> right. Do so, it. it's, so it's one of the things I've created in this. Roger Dirty Wilco. <laughs> I've created a smoking pellet that's gin flavour. Yes, to go into the pellet barbecues. You might oh, have yeah. seen those Traeger ones. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we've I've smoked green olives through green olives. through the waste gin. Yep. And then, Why green olives? Because uh, out of all my testing, they uh, absorb because the higher water rather than uh, the higher water content than uh, the black olives. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so they are so taking in the, the flavour of the smoke better, so and then we're redistilling those olives to make a smoked olive gin for a dirty martini. Boom! There you go. Called the Mr. Wilkinson. Called Mr. <laughs> Wilkinson. Wilco. I don't know. Hopefully, Wilco, Wilco gets dirty. 
It's good. Oh, I think it's great. And yeah. then the real fun one is oh. we've got some. So the the uh, this is its second year, I believe. The bloody Shiraz gin, which gets launched on the first of June. I thought it was a nice Shiraz gin. Uh, yeah, I'm just being Alright, so with this one, this yes. year, um, there is eight tons of waste uh, grape, red grape vine. Uh, grape you were skin. saying that Four Pillars is the biggest buyer of Shiraz grapes? Grapes in Victoria, or definitely in the Yarra Valley. Yeah, have a smell. So crazy. this is one thing now where we're fermenting and making a chilli sauce and doing a vinegar from that. Mm, it smells good. You want to have a smell of this, Matt, before sure. we sign off? Sure. Oh, and just uh, in the one minute we have, like you mentioned Pope Joan. Continue. Oh, yes. yeah, yes, we finished that. Yeah, 45 so, Collins Street. So in the uh, in the Sofitel Bot- car park. Bottom of Sofitel car park, turn left. It's been a, a, an interesting space that has been um, actually inhabited by some pretty amazing restaurants and yeah. restaurants. Like Pay was... Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, best, one of my best chef jackets is still downstairs. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I I mean, yeah have you bronzed it or something like that? No. It's no. <laughs> and, and the pie shop. It's been closed because I've been concentrating on other things. Oh, but it will reopen. Well, this whole street has been an absolute nightmare, you would have known. <laughs> it is. It's a uh, anyway, we're re-back opening 1st of July. Uh, we've got eight seconds, unfortunately. We could have just mined that uh, greatly. Neil's uh, standing. He's ready on board. Guest is ready. Headphones are on. <laughs> we're all looking good. Uh, yes, Neil, still here. Going to take you through the afternoon. Matt, always a pleasure to see you. Sincere congratulations on what you're doing, buddy. That's Thank really, you. really good. Matt. Cameron. What a lot of fun this was. Yes, and we'll do it all again next week. How's well, that let's do that. I don't know if I'll do muffins again next week. And um, <laughs> I'm going to do this recipe better. I promise. No more vegetable stock from the fluorescent light place. It's one o'clock. Time to get into the afternoon, folks. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. This has been a podcast from 3RRR 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. Want to hear more? Check out our website at rrr.org.au.